good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are joining me and welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of the S1 Tom Chat. I would like to welcome today two fabulous people who I've met uh, on the speaking circuit and while working in India. We have Vandana Verma and Sandeep Singh. Hello, folks. How are you? Hi, Tom. Hi. Good. You're good. Glad to be here. Excellent. Vandana, how are you? I'm good, Don. How are you? Glad to be part yeah. of the show. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good. You know, Sandeep, you might have to put some energy in, man. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you may have, I don't know, I don't know you young people waking up, at, you know, mid-afternoon or whatever, <laughs> and, you know, all that yeah. sort of thing, you know. I, I don't know, but. <laughs> um, so, I met both of you through, um, well, I think Sandeep through B-Sides and Null. And Vandana, I seem to recall meeting you at Null in Goa. Is that, that's, was that when we first met? So I first met you at B-Sides Delhi itself. That's when I first met Oh, it's met B-Sides Delhi. Okay. Yep. Right. Okay. Okay. I, 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 um, I, I see you everywhere. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing, actually. So, uh. So Sandy, when I was when I was doing uh, the research for the show, and I, I was looking you up on LinkedIn, and uh, I saw that um, you know you left university in 2011. You volunteered, was it for OWASP in 2012, and then yeah. Null. Um, you know, you became a you know a chapter a, a member and organising member, and then you were part of the organising committee for B Sides Delhi, which is how we first met. I think back in was it twenty sixteen? I think something like that. So uh, I don't know if you remember, but we also met uh, very early in two thousand thirteen in one of the null meetups. So you had come to India and you had registered. That's on a, on right. a little, Yeah, yeah. It was in the so, Times of India building, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yes. But Vandana, I was, you know, I again, I looked, you know, I was thinking, oh my god, you know, Sandeep, he's volunteers so much, you know, literally from the moment he left university. Then I looked at your LinkedIn profile, and it's like, Sandeep, you need to up your game a little bit, you know, because <laughs> yeah. Vandana, I'm not sure there isn't anything that she isn't involved in. Um, you know, so not only you, you worked at Accenture, which obviously takes a huge amount of time out of anybody's time, you worked at Time Inc., you're now IBM, big consulting company, obviously. You do more volunteering than anything else, you know, Security Phoenix, uh, Infosec Kids, B Sides Delhi, OWASP. I mean, you're on the global board of OWASP, for instance, you know, huge, huge um, uh, responsibilities. And what you haven't seen, uh, because we've cut it, is you're also homeschooling at the moment, so you've got kids. Uh, we, you know, you had to duck out to help with your kids, etc. I mean, really, I, I, I have to ask: Do your employers know that you don't do any work for them? Uh, because all you're doing is volunteering and actually, to be blunt, doing a massive amount of work um, for the industry and our community. <laughs> so. That's the tricky thing. Now, people think that I work for these companies and not IBM. Yeah, if I talk that's about right. IBM, well, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people used to think that I work full-time for OWASP. Like, they, they were asking me that, uh, can you refer me at OWASP? And then I had to specifically tell that my day job is with IBM and OWASP is my volunteering work. But let me tell you a secret, which... Uh, maybe you've never got to know or I've never told anyone 
that Sandeep was the one person who actually introduced me to the communities. Like he was pushing me to join these communities and and uh, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can hear you being called in the background, right? It's, uh, are you sure that wasn't Sandeep? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was about to. Sorry, I think we're, we're no, that's quite right. We're going to keep rolling because I think this is actually yeah. a very accurate reflection of, to be honest with you, of a lot of people's lives at the moment, and someone like yeah, Mandana is doing a huge amount. But right. you know, actually, it's so nice. It's so nice to actually have quite literally got the two superheroes of the you know the Indian infosec community in front of it and global infosec community because you've got one who introduced the other who then goes on to do huge amounts of work and so on I mean really it's um yeah it's it, it, it's so impressive but so needed uh you know I remember doing the uh that that um opening uh keynote at b-sides Delhi in 2017 on the topic of community and why it's so important um, so why what why do you volunteer so much? Uh, and uh, Sandy, let me ask you first. Why do you volunteer so much in the infosec community? Yeah. So, uh, like you rightly mentioned, right after I completed my university, I started my first job with Dell, and immediately after six months, I started looking for like like-minded people who who kind of are working in the same space. Uh, and like you know, a lot of people say that mentoring is about like you teach technical stuff. But I was looking more of looking for people who would guide me or point me to the right directions and to know more about the space. I was really fascinated about the whole infosec space. So I start and I thought like right mm. immediately after a few months, I figured that one of the best ways, just like you know, there is a famous saying from Richard Feynman, is that if you want to learn something, just teach it, uh, and and that's how you learn it. So that's how I actually started getting involved and I started like volunteering more because I wanted to learn. So my purpose of volunteering was to learn myself. And then eventually, uh, I, I kind of felt a responsibility towards uh, more people. Like, uh, because the way I learned, I wanted more people to get involved and, and kind of find that uh, mojo in the kind of uh, community. And, you know, because there are like, uh, because the yeah. infosec space is booming, there are millions of people coming in in the infosec space, but most of them kind of just get done with their kind of day job and just go and kind of do that other stuff. But if you just put a slight bit of extra effort, you can go a long way in just uh, making your own lives better as well, your career better as well, and helping others as well. That was one of my kind of key drivers uh, towards kind of volunteering in the space. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? The more yeah. you help other people, the more you help in yourself. You're making yeah. your own luck. You're making your own network. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know uh, Sachin Behil, a, a mutual friend of ours, and yeah. he said that um, the moment he started volunteering for B-Sides, his yeah. network just exploded and the opportunities that were open to him were, were immense. And that was purely through... I'm, you know, I want to do something for the community. It was yes, know, initially absolutely. a selfless act that actually, you know, allows you to to move in broader circles within your within your industry. So, absolutely. Bandana, what was it that what was it that really drove you to take on quite so much? Um, so, uh, when I was first introduced to OWASP and Null Community. I saw a lot of like-minded people that, yes, there are so many people whom I can connect with. 
and uh, that was one push and after that uh, when i was asked to be a leader for ovas bangalore that was a show stopper wherein uh, I, i i arranged lot of sessions connected with lot of people went to uh, different conferences connect about that and then shared the information which i had and which they had to share so it was like a mutual connect that was happening and that was driving me to do a lot of things and then uh, things kept on coming and uh, i i felt this is something which i fe- really feel like doing and this is the place where i belong mm. so just went on with mm. the flow yeah it's it's funny i i, I recounted in another episode that it was only when i moved from it into information security that i suddenly felt like i had a career that i had my future was mapped out in front of me and i found a group of like-minded people and i think i think you know it was almost a, a little bit of a seminal moment for me of this i have found my people this is my place you know did, yep. did, did was there a moment for you for for both of you that uh, that made you think i'm i'm here i'm in the right place now Bandana. I think there was no exact moment that I could think of uh, wherein I-, I saw that okay this is the place where I want to be but I think there are a lot of instances which were happening which were making me feel that yes this is the place where I, I want to stay these are the people I want to connect for a longer time and uh, uh, when I am doing my work after that also I can contribute to the initiatives which are there Uh, for the community for the people who actually need help because uh, when i came into the uh, it world or cyber security world there was no such community that i was aware of and the, there was nothing where people could say that okay this is the place where we will learn new things so i had no clue at least for uh, for first four and a half year it was like a whole jungle of things that were there and i had no clue which way to head it was just the office 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 and that was it but then when the introduction happened to these communities that's when i realized that it's such a huge space and there is a there is a world outside my organization outside india outside uh, my comfort zone and i think mm. that was the place which i could say but, but no specific instance that i can remember of it was somebody just so gradually moved and flowed into Yeah. And I, I'm going to pick up on some, some one point of that uh, slightly later on. But Sandeep, what about you? Was it was there a moment that made you think this is this is this is where I need to be? Uh, yeah. So just to add to what you were mentioning earlier, feeling kind of you know sense of belonging. So till date, uh, most of my friends are from infosec community, uh, both in the local community and and outside India and throughout the world. uh so so that was kind of you know a key marker like whenever you can work in a domain and and make friends there which can go beyond your work life uh is is basically a moment which defines that yes this is a place you want to be uh because uh you know i am a personal believer that it's not it's not just infosec maybe after 10 years i might be end up i might end up doing something totally different uh because because that's life you want to try different things at different times but but this is what you want to carry like personal relationships friendships and and how much you've helped others what they kind of learn from that and then you know do like a tickling effect they kind of keep teaching others they helping they help others and that, then it kind of multiplies and the networking effect happens and then uh, in finance we say that till date people are like masters phd's but a lot of people don't understand the uh, the, the kind of compounding effect that happens on money 
after some time. So the same thing happens when people teach others, when people help others, when people let others grow and when people groom others so so that's that's really important that was one of like when i was when i started volunteering in the community i got that help uh, and and that was like a defining moment that because others have helped me move up i need to make sure that i need to help others move up as well uh, that's how kind mm. of you know the world would be a better place if not <laughs> like yeah absolutely absolutely you know you almost don't want other people to have to go through what you went to went through exactly not that it was unpleasant but the the easier you can make that sort of introductory process the better but it's funny you talk about you know your friends being in infosec i remember i i think it was back in 2010 2011 something like that i i joined twitter for the first time for Mm. infosec and you know even my handle at the time was you know had a security thing in it Um, and i had to change it in the end because frankly what had become my, you know, what was my business security profile was just a whole bunch of friends that we were just, <laughs> yes. you know, messing yes, about absolutely. and with a bit of infosec stuff in there, and and, yeah. and it changed really, really very yeah. quickly. Yeah. But Vandana, I want to come back to something you said uh, around when you first joined and you know spent sort of five years in the office, as it were, and just focusing on the office. And I want to bring up some of the other work you do. So you do a lot of volunteering for the sort of women in infosec groups and introducing, you know, ostensibly minorities, et cetera, into infosec, et cetera. Was that born out of the similar sort of feeling? Did you feel that it was a difficult industry to get into and you wanted to make it easier for for other women, for instance? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, I'll tell you a story behind it. So I joined OWASP, I joined Null, and I met him. So there was one uh, instance wherein, uh, so OWASP was coming up with women in AppSec. So he told me that there is something called women in AppSec is uh, coming up, so you might want to try. I gave it a try. I came on board uh, on the women in AppSec board. And that's when, uh, after a few months itself, I was asked to take up InfoSec Girls. So either I could have taken it or I've left it there. So uh, with women in AppSec, I, it was something which was very, very new. And uh, a lot of things were uh, like very different for me. So like where to start off, what to do, all those things were just juggling there. Uh, and that's when, when InfoSec Girls, I picked it up. There were a lot of um, things which were just stalling there. Um, so I thought, let's try with normal meetups. And it started with that, like, let's connect, get to know each other. There'll be more um, like us people who will be there. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of ideas that will come up. So um, on the meetups, there were very, very few women who used to turn up, like very less. And then we thought, yeah. why, why can't we go online? So we went online and there was a huge crowd on the online conferences. And then we had speakers almost every week. That was fun, like not getting any speaker to now speaker every week. And most of the speakers were like first time speakers or uh, there were speakers who were international speakers who were coming on board. So it was like a combination of that. And uh, when that was a big hit, we thought, why can't we have chapters around India? So we we started with Bangalore, Pune, Chennai, uh, Pune, Mumbai, Delhi and so many other places. Now we have 25 chapters across the globe. So it was like uh, one small thing led to another, led to another. And then more people started joining hands and it felt 
okay now i'm not alone there are more people to do it if i am not there there are other people who can do it who can take it forward but there has to be something there has to be one person who can push themselves and yeah. to others sometimes you need one person who is not standing in front of you or be, uh, behind you just one person who is sitting or standing besides you so that yeah. you feel okay there is one person who is there we can take care of things so, so so do you think changing it to online was actually one of the 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 key aspects of the success is it because quite literally women did not want to go to what was a male orientated um you know physical environment and just felt uh, more comfortable at least initially going just online i think that was one just one aspect but sometimes what happens is like for me what i felt was that uh spending some time over the weekend weekend morning uh, was not so easy because you have to juggle family you have to juggle other things and then you have to juggle office and so many other things like there are so many responsibilities that you have and i think it's just not for women it's for men also so that was one thing but then when it went online and that to on a saturday evening especially for indian women i would say or because in that time when online was there because it was live stream so men were also joining so i wouldn't say that it's just women um okay and, okay no that's yeah. that's interesting yeah because it's open for all that's what openness is all about like if it's open for all but mostly uh we were trying to push the first time speakers so that they can come on board speak about their experience uh and meet the experience speakers and professionals who are part of the industry and that became a hit i would say because it was like after work uh, almost nearing the dinner or after dinner so that you can just come and listen to it yeah yeah absolutely it's funny you say open floor i've got a funny story about that from nelcon so it was nelcon what i was it was 2016 maybe 17 i can't even remember now but but you know a few years back and uh, there was a talk that was it was being done and it looked really interesting and it was on the uh, sort of a women in infosec track and so i you know toddled along to it opened the door and and the security guard like stepped in front of me and said you you can't come in why not he said this is women only out <laughs> so, oh oh okay <laughs> <Didn't realize. laughs> so, so i don't know i don't know but but i think it's very true i, I do think a, lo- a lot of men in um in the industry etc they'll, they'll see the sort of women in infosec handle and think well well i can't you know they're excluding me and they're not at all it's not at all it's just that it's primarily focused at you know women may it may be organized at certain you know different times or mediums or whatever but of course men are welcome you know but i think and i think that's really important it's an important point to 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 put across um so so yeah um so what what why sunday why should other people get involved i mean you two are obviously propping up the entire indian infosec uh, volunteer community between the two of you why should other people get involved when we've got you two doing it yeah because we want to get retired <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> no but on a, on a serious note um, i mean so it it's a mix of things uh, you do technical work uh, and you have to find the right time uh, like initially when you get introduced to the communities I, my my always my suggestions to people to newcomers is always that first go and attend and absorb and and learn from what people have to teach and what people have to say 
then you know once you felt comfortable once you've picked up that learning space it's time for you to kind of make sure that others who are entering the space they also feel the same way okay uh, you have to just take out some time of yours of course you know uh, work, infosec work especially is demanding things keep changing every day you have new attacks and these days every day you have new breaches so uh, mm. so it's it's demanding and it it takes a toll on on like mental health and everything we we all talk about it a lot but uh, when you have like a community and when we say community it's it's just people who are interested in the same thing or or who have similar interests so when you're when you see others struggling through the same process when you see others taking different approaches when you see others trying out different things it helps you know so that, so that's one part of being in the community why you need to be in the community and why you need to volunteer is that if you don't volunteer then others won't get benefit just like you got benefit mm-hmm. okay uh, and and of course you know a lot of people think about volunteering as just being leaders or just being like you know uh, doing the shine like again the glamorous stuff and and this is one thing that i always talk about is that you know even if you're doing something in the back end which takes like a lot of your hours but that doesn't show you up uh, in front of like big stages and and stuff it's still a lot of contribution it's a big contribution yeah. and you should be clear about like what do you want to do do you want to contribute you know the fame the glamour is all side effects of it uh, side effects are not yes. always bad it's good as well <laughs> sometimes it's bad as well so so you shouldn't be going re- yeah really kind of you know striving for those side effects that i want like fame of course you want return return is something that you get organically as well so so volunteering and and making sure things happen just uh, tom you know it better like when we do b sides uh, and and doing a b sides event like one speaker coming on the stage and talking for 30 minutes there is a there is like hundreds of hours of effort that has gone behind it uh, so yeah. so you are going for those kind of thing which are not really glamorous and making because th- those keep you humble those keep you on the ground and those kind of push you to do more for for everyone so just i mean like you know mix of these things i would say yeah So Vandana what advice would you give to somebody who maybe is a little what to be blunt a little shy a little socially awkward just feels a little bit overwhelmed by even trying to do any of this you know what's um you know what what advice would you give to someone like that who wants to contribute just doesn't feel they've got nothing doesn't feel like they have anything to contribute and actually doesn't you know is nervous about it uh there is one thing which is like the first step which is the hardest one wherein you feel no i won't be able to do it i won't be able to connect with the people so i have seen like uh, myself like for me first step was not so easy but then after that you feel yes once it happens you feel yes you can do it and that's how the volunteering work starts and once you start liking it you start spreading the word you start connecting with people and uh, for anyone who feels shy just try it once try and connect with people try and connect with the the people who are part of the community you'll see the energy that that they have not me or him mm. but anyone they have a different kind of aura where they keep um uh, when they s- speak about the community they have a different smile they have different charm on their face with this something which they can relate to which is uh, which this is something which can uh, which makes them content like for me I feel happy doing all these things. Mm. I mean, I I always say that um, even if you don't think you've got the skills to be a speaker, for instance, and you know, and actually, you probably have. You just haven't 
explored it a little bit. Uh, or you think, you know, oh, well, I, I, I couldn't be a leader. I'm not very good at talking to people, whatever. Maybe you're a photographer. Maybe you like Absolutely. graphic design in your, in, in, in your, in your, um, you know, in your spare time. Maybe you could design the logo. Maybe you could walk around taking photographs of people for it. Maybe you're pretty good with a video camera. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe you, you know somebody or your family owns a printing company or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can look around you and see what other things you can bring to it. Maybe, you know, you don't like talking to people, but you're really good at lifting heavy objects. Well, there's a lot of chairs to be moved around in a conference, right? You know, exactly. it's, it doesn't yeah. matter what you bring. You bring something, you know, and that's one less thing for the organisers to have to worry about. Uh, I volunteered for B-Sides Bristol back in 2019. Uh, and for two days, well, in the morning, I, I was basically saying, hello, welcome to B-Sides Bristol. What's your name, please? And so I did that for two hours in the morning. And then um, I, I sat in a, in one of the, the tracks for two days, pointing a camera at someone, you know, <laughs> and, that, and that was it. That was all I did. Uh, I got to see some great, tra- uh, great talks and I actually remained friends with a couple of people I met on there. Uh, but that contribution meant that someone else didn't have to do it. Someone else went off and did something else. You know, technically, I could have helped with the finances. I could have helped with the management and the running. That wasn't required. What was required was somebody to point a camera at someone, you know, for eight times a day for an hour at a time. And I think that's the bit that people miss. You know, oh, well, what can I do? Well, if you can point a camera, you can do anything you want, you know. So so it's important to understand that you bring something. doesn't matter what it is. And and just to add to that, Tom, like one of the things we keep saying uh, is that whenever you're part of a group or community, all you need to think is that uh, are you adding value to that group? So just add value in any form. And uh, another tangent to it is that a lot of people, when they grow in the community or in the industry, let's say become a CISO, for example, (laughs) or something like that, they they would, you know, they can serve as an inspiration in, in form of like even being a CISO, you don't hesitate or you don't shy away from doing uh, work which is like just holding the camera and, and kind of shooting other people or like like kind of taking photographs and, and stuff so that you know brings that humbleness in people that yes any work is not not kind of, every work is important and and I can kind of collab, kind of contribute in any manner possible and add value so that's that's just to kind of add absolutely absolutely so do you remember the first time you stood on stage and did a presentation vandana what what how was that for you i was dead nervous i remember uh, my first presentation first external presentation was in college like that was one debate competition i almost froze and the second was uh, was at null bangalore Wherein I just had to do the news bites. That's about it. That was way back in 2013-14. And that's about yeah. it. And then I was not looking at anyone. Anyone in the room. Like I was that much nervous. So I can't imagine it. I can't even begin to imagine it. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I was. And I still remember that day. I still uh, have those memories that deck. Okay, that was the day when I started actually in the community and uh, I was nervous. That's how it started. But then when you take your first step after that, it's just a journey. And it can be started off as just being there 
uh, learning from people like for me i did not give my first presentation till i was there in the community for like 6 7 months i was going mm-hmm. every month but i was i did not have the guts to go ahead and say that oh i want to be uh, i want to be a presenter or i want to present so that's how it just went on but 6 or 7 months is pretty quick for someone who's new to the industry right i mean that's that's pretty quick right i sandy what about you i mean did it take you as long as 6 or 7 months to to stand <laughs> up in front of people or i mean come on <laughs> so uh, mine was like uh, just you mentioned like right out of the college i started working and uh, so the null delhi chapter was specifically the group was dormant and nothing was happening so asim who, yeah. who you know is a common friend and he he happened to be in delhi at that time so he sent out a mail on the mailing list that we are looking to kind of you know restart this chapter so anyone who is just interested just show up at this like uh, there was a maker space uh, just show up there and we'll see what to do next then he said uh, then we were like i i kind of volunteered i said like uh, again just like vandana i said like you know i'll just talk about something like things that have happened in the past month in the, in the infosec space and just go a bit technical there uh i i went up there and i was scared of course because it was my first time but there were only like five or six people who had showed up uh, and out and asim had his own like there was a way of getting intimidated from asim because he was like the founder of the null community he was pretty well known in that in the space at that time uh yeah, and yeah, and yeah. i was like you know he's he's quite well known if i do some mistake uh, like he may not like it or others may not like it they might point it out uh, okay and and my career will end before it starting and things like that <laughs> <laughs> so, but i said like okay that's fine let me just go and talk uh, like there's nothing i mean and the best part of it which we kind of talked a bit earlier as well is that inspiring and encouraging people i i went and spoke in front of five six people and they were so polite and humble in terms of like receiving the content i'm dead mm. sure i may have made i may have made like one or two mistakes here and there they were never you know kind of pointing out in a way that that would make me feel a bit demotivated and and things like that but uh, and they were quite encouraging and that set the stage immediately that day asim kind of said that you know uh, those guys who had come up said that we want rookie uh, volunteers to start to start the chapter and the word rookie kind of stayed with me and because i said that i am a rookie i i want to do things okay so uh, and and we started the chapter and after that until like i think i remember for the next 6 months every time i had to go on stage just to kind of introduce or just to talk about the chapter every time i would be scared and it gradually kept decreasing and that's what i say yeah. to young speakers and everyone who start in the community that you know it won't go in on the first day it would gradually decrease the more you face people the more you do an eye contact the more you talk about things uh, it will can kind of gradually and so it gradually decreased for me as well yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely. I used to get cranky for about three or four days before I was talking. <laughs> yeah. Start getting because I start getting apprehensive, and yeah. now, at, you know, if I'm talking at you know half past the hour, at twenty-seven minutes past the hour, I'm making a cup of tea in the kitchen, thinking, "Oh, I still got three minutes." You know, <laughs> so, yeah. it's yeah. it's a very very different scenario at the moment. Yeah. Oh dear. So. <clears throat> There's a phrase I'm using on series one, which is everybody's got a book to sell. By which I mean, you know, by coming on here and 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 doing me the 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 honor of 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 talking with me and imparting your knowledge, you get to talk about something that you're trying to sell or 
promote or whatever. Um, you know, so I'm imagining there's going to be some kind of conference coming up, maybe B-sides, I don't know, but maybe you want to talk about, you know, do, do either of you want to talk about something that, uh, that is on its way that you'd like to promote to, uh, to our audience? So, yeah, um, not immediately, but um, like you said, uh, so right now, the most of my involvement is with B-sides Delhi. Uh, and this year, we might be doing it uh, like virtual or physical. We, in person, we have not yet decided because the COVID situation kind of evolves every day. Uh, but if we do it, it will be in like October slash November anytime. Yeah. And uh, we want to talk about it because we want like more speakers, more uh, like participants throughout the world. We want to make it like a, a local yet global event. Uh, we want to focus on both the local aspects and the global aspects of the event. So uh, we'll be opening up the CFP soon. Uh, anyone who is interested, just go to bsitesdaily.in or, or just follow bsitesdaily on Twitter and you'll have all the updates as they'll flow. Great. We'll put those uh, details in the show notes yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. Vandana, anything that you want to, you know, any event or something you want to promote? Or maybe you I do would... have a book that's coming out. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. You probably do. <laughs> you probably do. Come on. You know, I mean, what else? You what? Surely you've got some time to squeeze in writing a book, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But I am uh, for sure doing OVAST Spotlight Series wherein there are so many free open source, free or I would say open source projects which are there, which people are not aware about. So I'm trying to bring or throw some light on them and doing the spotlight series uh, on my channel. And there are over 14 uh, projects which have uh, been covered till now and many more to come. So if you want to know more about what are the open source projects and how you can get benefited out of it, uh, um, you can just go ahead and just check it out. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. So let's draw to a close. I'd like to thank you both. Uh, Vandana, thank you so much for squeezing us into your extraordinarily busy schedule. And Sandeep, thank you for squeezing us into your slightly less extraordinarily <laughs> busy schedule, especially compared to, I mean, everybody's just lazy compared to Vandana, right? Vandana, yeah, uh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you both so much for your time. And folks, thank you all for listening. This was episode four of season one of S1 Tomcat. Thank you for listening. In the next episode, Tom Chats with the hosts of Smashing Security, the second most popular InfoSec podcast, Carol Thurio and Ram Q. Not I know what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Um, I'll just be back in one minute. Just be back in one minute. Okay. Okay. I think we're we'll let's Let's just pause there. <laughs> okay. We might have to go through that one again. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Are you getting yeah, sun, Tom? Uh it's getting it's getting warmer. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's getting okay. it's getting nicer, it's getting warmer, which is good. Definitely needed. And it's also getting lighter in the evenings and the birds are singing more and all that sort of stuff. So it's quite nice. It, it, feel, well, it feels spring-like. And things have opened up as well, right, in UK? Uh, like shops uh, as, of today, as of today, they've opened up a little bit. So you can go to a restaurant if you eat outside. Okay. Non-essential shops have opened. You know, So there's still, still quite strong restrictions. We've got another two phases to go. 
um, before things open up fully. But I've had my first vaccine. I've got my second one on May 15th. Which one did you get? The Pfizer one? No, the AstraZeneca. Okay. AstraZeneca. So, yeah, no blood clots, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my parents as well, the first dose, and they were just like, fine, yeah. I think their second yeah. jab is just coming up next week. So, yeah. Yeah, so far, so. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. When did they get the first one? Uh, first week of April. No, no March. Sorry, April. So, oh, okay. the next, the second jab, I think we're getting in six weeks. They're getting like five to six weeks. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh oh, is it? This is homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 should have included this. This would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This is this is life as it currently is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it sums up, you know, Vandana. She she will balance and juggle everything. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things that I actually uh, want to kind of highlight, uh, and with especially with her is like you know uh, you work. You have to take care of the kids as well. You you look after family as well, and and there's like a lot to juggle, and and that's the beauty. Yeah, of like whole wall in. It's kind of interesting. Yep. I am so sorry. I guess she's back. No, not at all, Vandana. We were just saying. We we're just saying that actually we should maybe we'll include a clip of that if you don't mind, but because that was just that just sums up not only life at the moment, but you. You're doing everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Um, so I'm going to start that segment again. I can't even remember how I actually began it, but uh, I think it was. Um, uh, so we 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 had met, uh, etc. And uh, oh, I know, I know. So. <laughs> 